welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? Well, welcome back to the Think Factory podcast, which is hosted and powered by OGC Solutions. Um, I think you may know from some of the earlier episodes that we have a, a real you know, affinity with the printing and package, packaging industries. Uh, some of it's because of the work that we do, but more importantly, it's about all the exciting things that go on with our clients in that market. Um, and what we're here to, to do today uh, is to talk about uh, the thing that's on everybody's minds in the printing and packaging industry, which is print is not dead. And as far as we're concerned, it's never gonna be dead. Uh, and that's a, especially uh, important as we're approaching the October Printing United show in Atlanta, which is the annual trade show where all of the the best and the brightest of equipment manufacturers and OEM providers come to show off all the cool technology. But here to talk about it today is is my good friend uh, and client uh, back from the days when we worked together at AGFA, which is Jason Hamilton from Innovative Displays. And he's the president and most appropriately for this conversation, the chief innovation officer at, at Innovative Displays. Thanks for having me, Chris. Good to see you again. Oh, it's great. Thank you. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we're we're getting excited about the October show in Atlanta with the Printing United show. Um, you know, j- just just on a side for me is, you know, I, I've heard about Printing United for a number of years, but finally got to go to my first show last year. Uh, yep. And I was just blown away by, you know, te- I feel like I know the technology pretty well, not near, nearly as well as you do, but I was blown away by all of the new and exciting uh, things that impact print and packaging. And um, it, it, I wish folks out there could see some of the technology that goes into the the things that we read and, and touch every single day. It's amazing. Yeah, I, you know, people oversimplify what we do and, you know, they don't realize all the steps that it takes to, you know, create that book, create that sign and all those things. But I, I'll tell you. Uh, the team at Printing United, you know, Chris and Steve and Denise and all the people, you know, who are involved and uh, and many more ha- have really elevated the experience of what a trade show means to North America. You know, for us in the industry, you know, Graph Expo was always one side and then SGIA was another. And then, you know, everyone talked about Drupa as being the ultimate experience. But, you know, if you go back pre-COVID to the Dallas show and and the and the previous show, uh, it's you know they've taken it to a next level. And uh, like like you said, for people like yourself, that's the first time. You really feel like you're pulled in and you're part of the community. And and you know as much as we all compete against each other, you know it's a it's an incestuous friend family type industry. And and you know those of us are are in it. And as long as I've been and my family, it's. Uh, it's a great experience. So I, I, you know, I give them a, a a lot of props for what they've created for the industry, and and very much looking forward forward to October's because I know it's going to be even better. And uh, and like you've experienced with me at the summits, uh, they create a whole different experience, right? So it's been great. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, and well, what I'd love to talk about today is you know the the technology that goes into the products is is something that I think is really you know, cool for people in the industry, but I'd love to just, you know, focus in a little bit on, on innovative displays, but in particular you, and you know, you're a longtime operator, so to speak, in the in the business. 
Talk yeah. a little bit about what's going on in innovative displays, maybe some of your background and how you got there to give people just a sense for who you are. Yeah, so uh, I'm kind of one of those young, uh, been around for a long time. It's, uh, you know, I just turned 50 this year and realized, you know, some of the people who, you know, wish me a happy birthday on, on LinkedIn and other uh, social medias that, you know, I was working with some of them when I was 14, 15 years old. So you start adding all those years up, but, you know, it's, um, you know, print prints in my background, you know, my, my grandfather in publishing and writing books. And of course, my father was uh, a longtime industry uh, veteran for over 65 years uh, in North America and, and quite well known. So it was always fun being Terry Hamilton's son for a long time. And then eventually it turned, it was, oh, he's your father. So that's when you know you kind of have made your mark a little bit. But yeah, listen, it's a family industry, cousins and and so forth. My daughter is now in the industry as well, too, which, you know, brings some pride uh, for me because, uh, you know, she, she sees what uh, all the hard work has meant and so forth. But, uh, you know, um, yeah, I've sat on both sides, as you know, you and I working together at AGFA, which was my first experience working at a, at a manufacturer level. And, you know, I've worked in print and supply and, uh, you know, um, you know, about a year and a half ago, I, I was presented uh, with an opportunity to uh, join an ownership group of, uh, you know, a smaller, mid-sized uh, based company, but uh, uh, sat in a what I would call a unique space or a unique platform area. Um, and, uh, you know, the ownership, the Foley's offered me the opportunity to come and help expand their, their vision and their dream and, and use some of you know, my experience and, and my relationships, I'm sure, to, to help drive that. And, you know, our ultimate goal with, within, the, within the group, you know, we have a plant here in Canada and one in the United States right now, um, you know, is really to right-size who we are. So, you know, we look at two different silos. Um, our greatest level of intellectual property for me as a, you know, as a senior manager and someone who's helping to operate the company is our people. And then the technology and the tools that we use to deliver for our, our, our customers and, and, and the brands that we support. So, you know, the goal has been to align ourselves with the right people, the right suppliers. Um, we're very much a relationship-driven uh, business, which in, in a lot of cases, most printers are. You know, it's, you know, some of us still believe the handshake is, is the greatest form of uh, acceptance and partnership. And, you know, and I still... Uh, believe in that. Um, some might think I'm a little bit foolish, but I'm also six foot three and not small. So, you know, most people don't mess with me too much. But, you know, it, the, the goal within the company has been, you know, to right size it, look for that expansion, which you and I have talked about. You know, we're going through that process right now, some due diligence and, and looking really to expand uh, our market reach and, and provide new and exciting things to our customer base. So, you know, I joined here a year and a half ago. It's been uh, uh, a fun uh, experience. Uh, you know, for someone who's done a lot of different roles in in, in the industry, it's I've had to learn some new things as well too. Uh, you know, I've uh, I've talked to more lawyers, more real estate, more this than I, I have in my lifetime, other than talking to you. Yeah. So, uh, it, so it, it's been fun. And when you have a, a an ownership group that uh, gives you the elasticity to be creative uh, and, and really to, um, you know, en enjoy uh, calculated risk. 
uh, you know, and, and, you know, but being accountable for that calculated risk right. it, it has been exciting. And, and I've had some great mentors uh, in my life that have kind of groomed me into this. You know, really on uh, both sides of the, uh, of the table sides, in a sense, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm really one of those people that, you know, I, I like to listen to what everyone has to say, but you know, the people who've built this industry over the past 30, 40, 50 years, you know, have been an important part of that because, you know, as technology has changed and expanded and grown, uh, how you deal with people hasn't really changed. So, you know, from the, you know, from my dad all the way down to the Paul Pars, the Terry Pitchfords, you know, the, you know, even the Ruben Silvas and other people that I've been surrounded with and by in my career, um, you know, it's, it's helped to, I feel, develop to where I am today. And I better throw my mom in there, too, because if I don't give her her respect, then I'll, I'll get in trouble. But you're going to hear about some, it. Yeah. But even some of my former customers, you know, like. You know, spending, uh, you know, uh, an hour on the phone with, you know, a David Day from Color Dynamics or uh, Elaine Scrimma from GSP or, you know, um, you know, Todd Kober up here, Kober uh, Solutions and others, you know, just whether they're in the same age demographic or older than myself. I, I think as we look at technology and, and people and the way that we're all trying to expand our business, that's where the community comes together. And it's it's a. Listen, this is all I've been doing, collecting a paycheck since I was 14. So um, the community means everything to me. Um, that's why I enjoy going to Pring United. You know, that's why I sit on the board of the Digital Imaging Association here in Canada for the, I don't know, past almost 20 years, I guess. So, um, yeah, it's been important to me. The, the industry means everything to me, to be honest. Well, I was really impressed by the amount of uh, sharing that goes on. You know, it's like everybody leaves, in a sense, they leave their company affiliation in terms of the competitive side of it at the door and you know people want to just hear what you're up to how are you doing certain things yeah. and like you in particular I've, I've just been impressed with the innovation that uh, you guys aren't afraid of a project that's complex um, no. I mean some of the things you're printing on and printing for I mean this, those are not easy jobs by any means no and and again it, it, transparency helps as well too right and being honest with you, you can or you can't right so you know, like we just had a customer in here uh, just before this podcast, and they're like, "I want to print on this material." You know, so you you travel through the process and and you know explain the benefits and the hurdles and the speed bumps and yeah, and we like that type of work. You know, it's uh, you know I I don't print on Coreplast uh, real estate signs every day like some others do, but you know I'll have 50 to 150 sheets of acrylic that I'll run. And, and cut and bind and do whatever we have to do. So that's the nice thing of this industry. You know, it's it's each day is different, right? It's uh, there's always challenges. And, and to your point, the involvement of the community where we share more. Now I'm telling you, 30 years ago, if you were working in a in a plant, they go, "Do you have friends that work down the street at the other printer?" Because you can't tell them what we're using. Now, now it becomes uh, how are you using it compared to how I'm using it, and you know how can you help me? And and job sharing has become a, a much more common thing to uh, today. You know, like we use within our, you know, we use an old term, a hubcast term uh, of sharing work. And you know, I have printers across North America that, you know, based on relationship and trust, they they quote my work, print my work for me, and. You didn't do that, you know, not so long ago, but 
to your point, I think the community is tightened up. Uh, I like the fact that I could text another printer and say, listen, I'm having this issue. Do you have some suggestions for me? And they can go, oh, I printed the same job a month ago. Sure, no problem. I can tell. And that, it, you know, to me, that camaraderie and that that family aspect. And and I really think organizations like Premium United and others in the past and uh, have really brought that together and, and the summits. For sure. You know, I want to go back to how we started the podcast, Jason. By the way, this is just fun talking to people that I like you that I've known for a long time. So it's like we're just hanging out, having coffee, which is great. Yeah. But we started out saying uh, what a lot of people at at the shows say about the the fact that print is not dead. Um, You know, with that concept in mind, what are you seeing in the market today that suggests, you know, that that in fact, print is going to be here to stay in, in so many different ways in, in terms of what we touch and use every single day. Yeah. So, you know, volumes have changed. I think that's natural, right? You know, consolidation, compression of market and everything. But I, when I say that is you know, people are asking us to do things that, you know, stretch the envelope even greater. So the volume might have changed, but their price point in some cases have increased, you know, like you know, we're doing a, a project for a customer right now, which is an award, and and it's you know it's an acrylic piece. It's holding this hammer type object. It almost looks like Thor's hammer in it, and you know it's a one-off. But they're they're willing to pay a very bountiful price to have a one-off, unique piece that uses multiple substrates. You know, multiple things to do. And, and for me, you're seeing that more and more, right? So. Or, you know, we do a display for uh, uh, a beverage company, you know, and maybe they don't need 10,000 of them, but they're going to buy 4,000 of them and they're going to have a unique characteristic. It might have a 3D option to it. It might have, you know, near field uh, communications on it, a whole bunch of different things. So, you know, I, I, I think the ideas are expanding what print is today. And, and I think it's going to continue to grow. And the more balance where you see, Social content, print content, publishing content, all merging together. I think it's a, you know, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Certainly when you're talking about three-dimensional objects and all these things that sort of take a vision and bring it to life, that you see so much more than you did even 10 years ago. But even the the more traditional print like books, uh, direct mail, and things of that nature that, you know, you take for granted sometimes, but they're even... There's a lot of a lot of hot segments in there, don't you think? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you know, not everyone's going to play in every space, right? There's always going to be. You got to decide what best fits your lane. Um, you know, like I will never have a web press in my in my arsenal. That's not my thing. That's somebody else to do. But yeah, it, it, the the interactive part of print. Uh, you know, uh, I like what you know others are doing. You know, like Warren and others talking about you know. Uh, impact in print and you know and all those things so uh, it's an exciting time it, it really is and again pay attention to how many people go into a Barnes and Noble these days compared to what we were told it was going to be and and the the tangible experience that a book gives to people now people judge a book by the cover how the cover is printed the type of paper they use is it got embossing on it does it have foil does it have all these things you know it's 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 very unique and and I'm glad we're still continuing to go that way. And packaging so just takes it everywhere. Packaging's just the the explosive area where 
ideas mean everything, right? It's just, you know, and that you can push the envelope in so many ways. You start stacking things, you start using multiple substrates into a single uh, project piece. It's 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 a fun area of our business. That's a place that, uh, you know, if you're in the industry, packaging is hot, you know, because of the things that you're talking about. One thing I always find interesting about it is putting aside all of the functional characteristics, like food packaging, for example, has to be special, right? Yeah. But yeah. everything that goes into the packaging, but it's the part of the product that you tend to throw out or discard. Right. But in effect, it's actually one of the most important pieces in terms of attracting a buyer. So, it, you know, you, you see that dichotomy, super important because it creates an image or an impression. But at the same time, you may not you may not use it beyond the time that you open the product. Yeah, there's definitely two two levels to it. I, I always kind of use, you know, when you buy an Apple product, the first thing you wow yourself about is the box and how it's packaged and how condensed and the little pieces. And, you know, how many of us still have iPhone boxes and iPad boxes because it's a uniqueness. But uh, to your point, there's still that throwaway. You know, so we do a lot of uh, subscription-based packaging. So it's, it's short run, but it's to a specific product line. But you know that that package that delivers just one item, it has first and secondary uses, and then gets thrown away, right? right. But you know, if 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 you were buying, you know, that shavingkit.com, and it did, if it came in a plastic bag, you go, uh, the experience wasn't that great. So if yeah. it came in a nice corrugated box with a unique die line and a unique way that the razor was sitting there that popped out, you go, that's cool. Most people take a picture of it and then throw the box away. So, right. you know, there, there's just so many, so many places to go with it. And, you know, the manufacturers have done a good job in, in terms of, you know, uh, educating printers on, on how to use technology to expand that experience. And, uh, you know, and, and we need them to continue in their development path to you know broaden the think process of what brands are trying to do and you know my ultimate thing is i want a brand to come to me and say i need to do this show me how to do it fix and, and solve my problem make my idea a reality so you know and to do that there's a whole lot of lego pieces to make that work so you know from the the consumable item uh, to the technology and the technology partner that you need to make that work for you uh, the people, all those things, right? It's uh, I tell people in every presentation, I live in a Lego world. I got to be able to move my pieces whenever I can to adjust to the requirement or the needs that are around me. So, yeah. You don't have a side deal with Lego, do you? Uh, no. You do a pretty uh, good job with product no, placement you, there. You know me, I'm a shoe guy and a Lego guy. So it's, yeah, uh, yeah but it's. Uh, no, that's no, but it's fun, right? And and it is because that's really you're, that's a great analogy, though, because you're actually taking a concept that's one or two dimensional, maybe just in someone's brain, and you're bringing it to a three dimensional world. Right? Yep, yeah, you know, like we're working with a cosmetic company right now who, you know, ships a cream in a very plain, you know, little sleeve box, and they're like, you know, okay, well, we charge two hundred dollars a bottle for the cream. I said, yeah, but your your shipping box makes it look like it's worth fifteen dollars. So, do you want people to spend the two hundred dollars? And your box has to look like it doesn't have to cost two hundred, but it's got to look like it costs more than the cream. Uh, so, you know, getting those things in, into play, I, and it's fun. Like you, you know, you get your designers in the room, and you know, you, you just basically say, "Show me whatever you can come up with, right? Let it explode." 
and and you know I think what we've done in our industry as well is let people uh, use their creativity. You know, before I felt like sometimes we'd box them in uh, to a silo and just say, "You, this is this is the way we do it." You know, now now with my design team, I I tell them, "Give me four or five ideas, and just let it let it let it explode. Let me worry about how we would produce it and where the stumbling blocks are, but just." Be as creative as you want to be, and, and I think that's that. That's what people don't realize when they look at our industry and they think it's just this one-dimensional thing. We're, we're so much greater than what people give it respect for, and there's so many people out there, and you know, competitors and and you know, uh, alliances that just you know just make this so exciting. Yeah, I love seeing posts. I don't care who it's from, a competitor down the street or someone around the world and they're showing off what they've come up with. And sometimes I sit there and go, damn it, I wish I'd done that first. But I like the fact that they're now creating a direction where someone else is going to see it and go, hey, can you do that? And can you do this? And I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah, you know, and on top of that creative aspect, which I think is super key in terms of distinguishing yourself, the one of the things you hear is the difficulty of finding folks that are interested in the industry because people don't appreciate it for what it is they think it's you know a dirty press room and a newspaper which no offense to newspapers but it's a different different world it is um, yeah 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 so um you know what are you seeing in the market in terms of you know efforts to try and get you know the some attention to the younger generation to think about you know the technology side of print or the creative side of print and get them into the world of print well i think I, you know, COVID did a lot of good and a lot of ugly for all industries, let's be honest. Um, uh, but for us, I think, um, you know, and we talk about this on, uh, you know, a couple of boards that, my, that I'm on is it, it's it's kind of given us that uh, shakeup uh, and, and re- sort of really step back and go, how well have we really done to educate or brag about our industry? You know, um, and you know, so we're starting to focus. You can see print groups focusing more on the younger people, going to high school events, going to the, more of the job fairs, you know, showing the means, uh, opening up to schools to come for a tour. You know, um, you know, like we have a couple tours coming up when when school starts, just for you know, creative classes to come in and say, okay, give me your your file that you created and let me show you how we print it and make it into a sign or make it into a fabric piece or do all these things so i I think you know we've all kind of decided that we have to do something differently um again that you know it it depends what side of the business you're on you know it's um finding that skill set is very difficult um and you know as a society you know everyone wants a quick buck right and you know like uh someone asked me i was in uh in the states uh, yesterday, and someone was asking me, you know, kind of how I started, and I was like, you know, I used to punch film. You know, I used to have a uh, a boss, Greg Ravowski, you know, and he'd sit there and he goes, Hamilton, you got to punch. It's got to be clean. You got to punch it this way. You can't go this way. And and you had to, if I did that well, and I knew I did that well, I'd go up to the next step, and then I'd go up to the next step. But you know, society doesn't, you know, project those things anymore, right? It's I graduated, I got to make $150,000 a year. So, or, you know, to be honest with you, you can be a barista and make $25 an hour. So, you know, I think the more that we educate and and reset, um, you know, and up here in Canada, you know, we have some 
uh, great ownership and great printers, you know, from Jamie Barbieri and, you know, the Cobra family and, and uh, you know, us here and, and you know, um, you know, Dan at Cowan and, and others that, you know, want people to see what we see in our industry. And, and uh, so I, I think as we do more of those things, then it'll happen, but it, it's tough, you know, it's, you know, you need a press operator. You don't have someone with 20 years experience just sitting there waiting to have a job, right? So, um, but we'll, we'll get there. You know, seeing my daughter engaged into it makes me feel happy, even though it's a family business in a way, you know, for right. a 20 year old to, to enjoy it. And, you know, my 18 year old as well, too. She's kind of like, you know, she's a painter and a designer. So she likes to take it from that step to concept to reality. So, you know, she's getting a different respect for it. But, the more that we educate, the more that um, we get young people involved. And, uh, you know, like even you and I, when we were in Florida the other week, you know, a lot of younger people uh, at the event uh, than before. So it's nice seeing that sort of 30 year and, and down and, and watching what other groups are doing to, to engage them. Orbis, one of the best is Brian from Olympus. Like he does so much to create engagement strategy, not only with his people, but in the uh in the, the outside the industry as well too so it's it's you know we'll, we'll get there you know it the it would be great if we could maybe even with this podcast episode if anybody's uh, going to listen to it but the young folks uh especially those that are coming up right out of college right out of high school ought to know that the printing industry is a way broader than just you know printing books printing newspapers as we've talked about today but Every single type of technology that you can think of is present in print. Whether you're thinking about, you know, web stores, whether you're like thinking that. about applications for phones, um, and everything else in between. Yeah, yeah, all those things. Yeah, you're right. Engineering. I mean, just about every discipline you can think of comes to bear in print in some way, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, t- tear apart your cell phone and look at the components that have industrial print on them. Um, you know, uh, you know, go into stores, go into waste signage, you know, braille up on the wall so uh, people who can't see or blind who know how to get around and, and read the thing. Like, there, it, it, it's it's one of those things where if you just kind of stand in the middle of something and turn and watch and realize, you know, from all different aspects what's printed, right? Well, oh, sure. I mean, uh even building materials. I mean, if you're going to stand in a room or an office, you're going to, if you're looking at wallpaper, chances are it was printed. If you're looking at, you know, some sort of uh, synthetic flooring with a, with a color or a pattern, it was printed, right? Fabric printed again, you know, or a t-shirt even printed, obviously. So yeah, no doubt. There's no way you can really escape print if you're inclined to try and escape it, of course. Uh, But it's, it's really all around us uh, for sure. You know what? You mentioned something to me right before our our call, Jason. That this term called maturity timeline. You know, and I think you were talking about the industry and where we're finding ourselves. So, where do you think we are on that on that timeline or spectrum in terms of where the industry is or where it might be going in say the next two to three or four years? Yeah, you know, so people have always said that you know our our industry is matured. It's it's not growing. It's not changing. But it kind of goes back to what we were just saying is if you actually stop, step back and look at all the things that are, are printed and, and being worked on. And, and people's perception of print is just putting ink on a piece of paper. 
right? You have a Yeti mug in front of you, right? I do. One of the biggest brands that incorporates different styles and different levels of printing. So for me, that logo that's etched into the powder coat is part of a printing or an imaging-based process that is an expansion of our business. You know, so you have to look at everything that way, right? And, and so uh, I think there's some exciting things that are changing that maturity scope or that timeline. Um, you know, just even the way that people bring in projects for us and ask us to do the craziest things, you know, uh, whether it's, you know, something for an elevator or something crazy for, uh, you know, we did something for the Hockey Hall of Fame to create a, a, a fake ice experience and stuff. Like just, you know, that expansion of, of, hey, it's not just saying print on a piece of paper and a thank you card, right? It's, it's so much more than that. But I'm going to tell you, I still love this. And if someone sounds it to me, I still smell it to see what, if it's digital or if it's offset or, or all of that. I, I drive my, my, my team nuts because they'll bring in the sample and, you know, I, I grab it and see if it's what, what, what the anchor or the print process is. And, but it, you know what? The, they find it funny, but it actually becomes uh, something that they start doing themselves and they don't realize it, you know, right. and, you know, and, you know, or, um, we had a customer the other day. Um, we we printed chip boxes for French fries because they were doing a photo shoot. And they're like, "Can you give me six different?" You know, like so. I you know, I go to the production floor and say, "The guys, we got a weird project coming in. We have to print French fry boxes, <laughs> right? Or French fry yeah. bags, or you know, and and you know, we do a lot of lenticular, a lot of different things. But you know, I, I'm excited for that next generation and where they're going to push us. And, and again, the education in terms of what it takes to get to that point um, will expand that mindset. So we have a person in industry, uh, Warren, and, uh, you know, he's famous for his video of I love print and, you know, print's not dying. And it's my favorite line for him. And when I text him is, you know, he, put, he says he puts that uh, stuff on, like, on his bread, like peanut butter, meaning ink, right? And, you know, people people laugh at that, but for those of us, it it, it means everything. And uh, and uh, like I showed that video to one of my employees uh, who was like 25 years old, and I'm texting Warren saying I'm showing a piece in your video. So he's like recorded as they're watching it, right? And and the guy's going, how can this guy be so excited about printing? And I said, when you finish a project and you see something that you've done, whether it's you know, built out of acrylic and 16 different pieces glued together and this and that. And you, you sit there and you take a picture of it. How do you feel? He goes, well, I pride. I said, that's, that's what we want. We want people to have pride in it, right? You have pride in how you dress. You have pride in what you do as a family and, and, and all those things. But, you know, when you do those unique things and it brings pride and excitement to you, I said, that's, that's how this industry was built on. So. Yeah, uh, you guys uh, make I, it I, seem easy, you know. Though you guys make it seem easy, what you do, well, but you know, when the finished product comes out. But like when you're talking about that Yeti cup, think about that for a minute. You're printing on a on an aluminum object that's round to mm-hmm. start with. Yeah, that can't be easy. No, no, it's uh, and and you know, they're, they're a unique brand in themselves, and um, and but I like those challenges, right? I think it's it's that thing that that drives your imagination and. You know, uh, you know, printing carpet for someone to put in on a floor, or 
all those things. So we're doing something for a customer right now where we've print and cut on one inch acrylic. Well, I can tell you right now, if 10, if 100 printers watch this podcast, 95 of them will go, I'll never touch that. That's not my thing, which I, that's great. That's fine. But for us, that's our challenge work. That's our, our test, our due diligence. And, you know, how do we cut it? How do we glaze the edging? How do we make it look exactly what the customer is looking for? And, you know, uh, you know, the way we print, there's trial and error, right? And, uh, you know, you have to be willing to accept that, 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 uh, that audience that you're, you're targeting because, you know, it's it's it, we may make it look easy when you see the final product, but you know, we did one for a customer. It was for a a, a cannabis company, and they wanted the Ferrari of a display. So the only way that we could make it is we had to cut six different sizes of acrylic, print it, sand it, glue it, mount it, wrap it. Yeah. You know. So you know, there's me. You know, people don't really get too happy when they see me with power tools to kind of run but you know there i am on a sunday sanding you know a thousand pieces of acrylic because that's the way it had to be built and and the final product is you know we were aiming for something but you know the fact that you see it and you go man that looks the way you explained it, it was simple the hard work behind it is the gratification right and uh you know and that, that's the thing so when we do tours you know we don't show the simple little thing we like to show the thing that people go, wow, the wow factors. And there's so many of us that do it. We just need to brag a little bit better. And, no and doubt uh, about it. yeah, social media helps you brag in, in a certain way. You know, I had this conversation with one of my sales reps in, in the U.S. yesterday, but we're such a tangible industry, right? It's a touch and feel sort of thing, you know, and, and, uh, and it's in everything. Like when you go to buy milk and you buy your milk in your carton, you look at the label, right? If you yep. if someone prints a label in a very unique or different way than somebody else, it catches your eye. That's the power of print, right? right? It's it's the power of print. You, you go to Staples and you look at a notepad and the cover of the notepad. You know, if someone did an embossing or a foil on it, your eye gravitates to that thing that's a little bit more unique than just a piece of paper. So you know, it's those those are exciting things, and you know, I, I like to remind people that. A lot of steps went into making that happen. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot to your point, a lot of trial and error too. Absolutely. And and you know, it's 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 an it's almost an engineering process when you look at what we're trying to do. You know, I don't think it's, it's uh, I don't think it's almost. It definitely is in many cases, yeah, right? Because you're, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta yeah. you gotta know a lot of stuff just to make it happen. I mean, it's one thing to your point to put ink on on a piece of newsprint. Um, not that that's super simple either. There's a lot yeah. that goes into that too, but sure. I mean, when you're trying to print on on strange things that no, nobody's ever printed on before or make, you know, create a three-dimensional object, just I, th- I think that should excite almost any kid who's in high school or in college to say, here's what you can do with yourself, you know. Yeah, and just so you know, for you newspaper printers out there, I did learn how difficult that was for a few years. So they have a lot, of, again, I, I I love print uh, across all disciplines. I, I think everyone brings the uniqueness, and you know I like uh, talking to a lot of people who are doing things differently than than what we are. And uh, you know um, I hope podcasts like this and and others you know reach out to there and, and create some excitement. And you know it's 
for me, it's an open door policy. You want to come see what we do, and you know, and uh, you know, I, I judge the work by the smile on the people's faces that are doing it. So, you know, and uh, creating that community within our own business and then outside of that. So, and that's why I love that you're doing this. This is uh, an amazing next step. You have a different audience that, uh, you know, uh, that will hopefully learn from some of us that are doing this with you. I really appreciate it. That's that's in part why we did it is, you know, I, there, there's plenty of places within the trade itself that people, you know, publish articles or they talk about the things that they've done. But, you know, it's a little bit hard sometimes to get that message out into the rest of the world so that people that, you know, may not appreciate it or maybe never thought about using print to do some of these creative things. Maybe we get a different, you know, a different view of the world. And, you know, if we can hit a, a couple of young people too, the kind of message, you know, maybe we're doing everybody a, a service from that way. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, like I, I, I did a post, I think about six months ago, we did this project for vacuums. You know, we, we made the vacuum display almost look like it was something from a robotic movie, right? So, you know, when we took people on a tour, they thought like, this looks like the iRobot backdrop, like what's going on? And I said, see some imagination can take you so many places, right? It's just it's exciting. That's for sure. Well, maybe a good way to close our, our chat today is that, you know, if, if you're in the business or thinking about the business and you go to the Printing United show, you're going to see more than a few robots on the floor doing some pretty cool stuff, no doubt. Uh, the, the automation and the things that people are doing and, you know, some of it's in the response of, you know, it's tough to get people like uh, I accept that or you're, you're trying to streamline and, 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 you know, execute your business in many different ways. but. Uh, yeah, the, the the things that some of those manufacturers come up with and, and the people that support it are just, it, it's just amazing. And and I've loved the fact that I've been able to sit on both sides of it and work with some uh, really great people to, to help, you know, expand my mind and, and, and my vision for uh, my company. And, uh, and I thank my owners uh, tremendously for allowing me to use all these years of experience of driving everybody nuts and uh, and having some laughs as well too and and uh, you know continuing to to help grow the industry and uh, and I appreciate you letting me do this. Well, uh, you're it's been great. You're a great ambassador for the business, Jason. So I appreciate great, that. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great way to to uh, to end it today. So Jason Hamilton, the president and chief innovation officer from Innovative Displays um, on both sides of the Canadian border, U.S. and yep. Canada. So thanks so much for joining us today for this episode of the Think Factory podcast powered by OGC Solutions. And we'll see you at the Printing United show in October and uh, for the next podcast episode. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it.